From the competition to the drama and the hookups, we're breaking it all down. Welcome to the Challenge Champs Podcast. Welcome back to the Challenge Champs Podcast. Michael here with Joel. Like always, recording a day late. We're on Clubhouse still. Follow us there at Joel M at Nothing But Nettie, but we're here to break down the latest episode of MTV's cha- MTV's The Challenge, Double Agents. It was episode 11 last night, I believe. Kind of hit or miss. There were some juicy parts, some kind of dudded parts, you know, he, uh, woven in there, but uh, happy to be back on the airwaves doing it with you and, and talking all about it. Yeah, I, I love this episode, actually. I mean, I think there was a lot of stuff that happened, and and the only thing that I didn't like about it was the ending which you know, we'll, we'll get to at the end here. But I thought it was it was pretty good. The challenge was good. There was a lot of, of, of moments that are going to be remembered. Lolo was a part of a lot of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I'm excited for next week. You know, let's just a cliffhanger, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, huge cliffhanger at the end. Like you said, we'll get to it. I guess uh, I think the episode started a little slow. I thought like the first 30 minutes, I was like, what's going on here? When they finally got to the daily challenge, I thought from that point on, great episode some real memorable moments that we can be that we'll be thinking about for for time for some time to come but uh it kind of started off it was kind of there were some weird things that happened you know josh is just kind of out of control he's confessing his love to nani like we're not really sure where that comes from it was just a little weird to start out yeah i i don't know i can't say it enough josh just finds new ways to be the worst challenger of all time not only <laughs> is he is he a goof in CT's words, the goof. He I love it. Knock at the challenges. He cries. He's emotional. He gets angry. He fights, and he's just a creep. He just creeps on chicks, and he always creeps on his his teammates. He creeped on Amanda back when he was his first uh, War of the Worlds one. That's right. And then yeah, in this episode, Josh is like trying to flirt with Nani and like trying to make things happen, and Nani just is not about it. She puts him in the family zone. Just says like you're your family to me. Like there's nothing and. And then Josh tries to make this weird incest joke, which just, it just made my skin crawl. I just don't like it at all. And, and Nani had to just remove herself from the situation because it was, it was uncomfortable. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, he, he's one of those people where you don't think he's going to surprise you anymore. Like you think, you know, everything about Josh and, and what he's capable of, what he's not capable of. And then all of a sudden, it seems like every week he he sets the bar lower and lower. And he did it multiple times this uh, in this episode. One with just the strange uh, pursuit of of Nani. I was really happy. I know Nani doesn't have very many uh, you know uh, boundaries or standards when it comes to that. But I was really happy to see her t- put her foot down and be like, "Josh, this is not going to happen." Because that that was just kind of strange there. And then you also see Josh like, you know, super confident about his skull, even though he's still even though he's still in the chopping block and stuff like that. And he he ends up uh, setting the bar even lower later in the episode, too. We're going to get to that. But um, yeah, yeah, he, he he says he knows there's a target on his back because he got his skull so early and everyone wants to take it from him. He got it like two weeks ago mm-hmm. in the worst elimination win of all time. He is just he's so delusional. I'm over it. I know. We know who else? You know who else is delusional? Lolo is also pretty delusional and she had a moment in the the beginning too where she just is starting to unravel completely 
And she has a conversation with Darrell, who's probably one of the most level-headed people in the house. And them two communicating was 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 really interesting because Darrell was just trying to calm her down. But uh-huh. I don't know. Lolo, she we've kind of seen her going down the deep end the last few episodes. Yeah, so I'm watching last night. And uh, Allie, for you guys don't know, my, my girlfriend, she she kind of has, you know, one eye open, but she's like on her phone. She's not really paying too much attention to it. But like this whole Lolo thing is kind of getting out of hand. And uh, and I'm like, Allie, you know, like this is a Olympian right now. And, you know, she's literally unraveling in front of our eyes. And, you know, and, and Allie's like trying to play devil's advocate. It's like, you know, it's OK. She's allowed to show her emotion on national TV. I'm like. That's not what's going on right now. Like this is supposed to be a mentally tough, like uh, the the highest athlete, highest caliber athlete that's out there. And uh, I mean, she is really just kind of crumbling right before her eyes on national television. It was a little kind of sad to see in sometimes. And and Darrell, uh, it got to the point where Darrell is in the confessional and he's comparing the Olympics to, or excuse me, Lola was comparing the Olympics to the challenge. And Darrell's like, yo, it don't work like that, Lolo. It just, it, it, it's not, he's, what do you say? It's not even apples to oranges. It's way beyond that. It's like, it's something he said. It's, it's a pear? Was it a pear? Something to asparagus. Like a peach. A peach, it's a peach to asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't know what, where he got those two fruits and vegetables from. But yeah, I mean, she's, she, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is. And we'll get into it a little bit later because she she comes yep. up again. But I, she's definitely struggling on just the environments i think the television show and the storylines and trying to like make a name for self and kind of create that because it is a skill you know creating storylines and like getting on tv and making yourself kind of the hero of the story it takes some skill but you also you have to win challenges and if she was winning dailies this would be a completely different um story yeah, i think we know? talked about the the humble pie i mean if you're an olympian olympic athlete and you're not even really coming close to winning these challenges Man, that is uh, that's a pretty big slap in the face right now for for an ego uh, in a heartbeat, you know. But it yeah. takes us to the daily challenge. She did it again. Yeah. She did it again. The daily challenge did it again in the daily Mission challenge. Airlift yeah. is what it was called. Did you? How how'd you feel about this challenge? I, I liked it. Um, I don't think it was like I, I kind of liked it because I thought it was so simple where you could follow the action. It was a race. I remember, you know, historically in the challenge seasons, a lot of the daily challenges are time oriented. So I really liked that aspect of it. Um, it, it wasn't too complicated and the swimming element of it too, flying above the water, um, attached to the helicopter, holding onto the rope. It had all the elements of something you would see many seasons ago. So I, I, I gave the, the challenge probably a B plus this week. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it kind of reminded me of a, a bunch of classic challenges mm-hmm. where, you know, there's some swimming, they're hanging. They've done this a couple of times, whether it's like a zip line or some sort of thing they have to shoot out and start to swim, get go to a, a place, come back. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, there was a lot of different aspects to it. The the classic, the, 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 the pairs that are the best, Kyle, Cam, yep. Leroy, Casey, they crushed it. Um, the... <laughs> Pairs that are not the best Whew, we can get Anissa. into right now. Anissa, she, she just she couldn't hold on for more than you know. Two it's seconds. not good. I think she compared herself Which, to a poop. I think she compared herself to a turd. She did. She she, she, she compared herself. She slipped to a off turd. the rope like like as if it was you know poop going into the toilet. So um, great quote. 
horrible performance on the challenge. Horrible <laughs> performance. I mean, Fessy, he's got to go back in. He's yeah. got to get rid of her because that was, there's no way Anissa is winning a final. There's no chance, unfortunately. I, I mean, her. dude, she can't even hold on the rope. So I guess we'll kind of talk a little bit about what, what the challenge was. I know we kind of did it a, a little bit, but I guess – to, to talk about kind of the the downfalls of what happened with some of these mm-hmm. contestants. We mm-hmm. got to kind of put a little bit more context on exactly what you have to do. So I'm going to let you take it away on that. Yeah. So they, they started on a boat, which was, was cool. And there's these essentially these ropes that were hanging down from a helicopter, an amazing setup. It looked yeah. a lot of fun. And you had to each grab your own rope, hold on for, it seems like quite a while. I mean, like the, the helicopter went for like 200 yards and then you had to drop off the hel- the rope into a landing zone and then swim another like 100 meters to a platform and then finish the time. You both had to finish the time at the same time. Um, there is a little bit of controversy that I've seen about this uh, challenge that okay. we'll get into. But I mean, what, what we were saying is Cam and Kyle, they crushed it. Leroy Casey State. And so much um, so that I, Josh, I can't remember who went first. Um, I, 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 it was Leroy, Leroy and Casey. Casey. And did Cam Kyle follow them? I can't remember. Yeah, pretty close the, to that. I think. So the, whoever it was, the first two or three uh, teams, mm-hmm. they did it so easily that it almost looked like the challenge was mm-hmm. too simple. And ultimately it was going to come down to time, which it always was. But it didn't seem like holding onto the rope or even grabbing the rope was going to be very difficult at all for for these challengers. And then... Sh- Which I don't know if it actually was that It didn't difficult. look that difficult. It, I mean, <laughs> it, it didn't look that difficult. I think you should be able to grab the rope and hold on to the rope. But sure enough, you see some teams having success. And Nani and Josh step up to the plate. They're in the confessional saying, we're two of the best swimmers here in the house. We really like our chances here. And then Josh, as we said before, setting the bar lower and lower steps up to the plate and uh, pulls what everyone was calling a Josh moment. He, he tries to go for his rope, realizes <laughs> that he misses opportunity to grab it. And so instead of like telling Nani and, and, and strategizing, he just thinks I'm just going to grab Nani's rope and he starts to grab Nani's rope. Nani's so flustered. Then he doesn't grab Nani's rope and essentially pushes her off and she just falls in the water. And to, to Josh's credit, Josh is a pretty good swimmer. So I think he would have actually yeah. done pretty well. He is a good swimmer. But in order to start swimming, you have to grab the rope. And he was just unable to. And when they were done, poor Nani is just blaming herself. And she thinks it's her fault. But 100% Josh's fault. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason for what he was doing. But Nani is in the clear. Nani is up for teammate of the year award after <laughs> what she tried to do after that and try to take blame. A lot of people, most people in the challenge will do whatever they can to pass blame and and blame their partner, their team, whoever, another team for costing them a chance at, at winning either challenge or the, the, the final. Nani, no, no fault of her own in this p- specific moment, and she still took the blame and tried to protect Josh. I'm voting. I, if I had a no, if I had a vote in teammate of the year, I'm voting for Nami for Nani just for that moment. It was it was incredible. Yeah. Oh. 
Totally. This is one of those, this is one of those things where I, I talk to a lot of people about the challenge and everyone like Josh is universally hated. No one likes Josh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm always defending Josh where I say, I don't know if I want to watch the challenge without Josh, because he has definitely led to the most ridiculous moments in the challenge, like competition setting that, I mean, he has Darrell in stitches every time. Darrell cannot believe how goofy he is. Um, there is something to say about that. And then when they got that. off, you know. You know, the, oh, the train totally. wrecks. And on, Devin. Yeah. No, go for it. I would say the train wrecks on TV, you know, there's something to say about that. Can't take your eyes off him. I mean, he is reality TV oh, gold totally. in the absolute worst way. But I do think the show is better with Josh on it. Oh, it, there's no doubt. I mean, it, it's so funny. And, and, and to your point, it I got think Devin, Devin agrees. Yep. Yep. Devin agrees because Devin was just railing him. I mean, the last 11 episodes, Josh, Josh just gets it one after another from Devin. Devin just keeps giving it to him. And it's actually kind of funny. I think Josh likes it because this is essentially what Josh has always wanted. He's always wanted a, a rival. <laughs> he tried to make Wes his rival last season. Yep. Remember, he tried to make yep. Wes his rival last season. And Wes is like, this isn't a thing. And now he finally has it. And he loves it. He loves having a rival. And Devin feeds into it. And it was funny. My sister, when we were watching it together, she essentially said to herself, right when Devin was doing this, she's like, Devin shouldn't be talking until he's done it himself. And you just kind of, it was just, it was perfect because when Devin went up there, he missed the rope too, did the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Yeah, he left Gabby, left Gabby in the dust, wasn't able to grab the rope. But I mean, the thing about Devin, the thing about Josh is Devin handled it differently. You know, Devin's just like, that was a pathetic thing and that's a bummer and we lost. Yep. Josh blames, you know, and and thinks that he can he could have won he thinks like he's like we could have won this challenge <laughs> which i don't think he would have been came close winning this challenge because big t and ct unbelievable killed it killed it absolutely, absolutely killed it it was uh it was big t's she's had a few moments scattered here and there um this was absolutely her shining moment so far in her challenge career she just, and she put like, not only was she a great swimmer, but then like after she's on the boat with BT and like had this like secret knowledge that she did swim team back in high school and she could actually like swim laps around all these people. She's just been holding on to that secret in her back pocket the whole time. No idea where that came from, but um, I was stoked to see big T we've talked about before the connection between uh, uh, big T and CT. And uh, you could see, man, they got a real bond there. And I, I, they're, I'm kind of cheering for him, you know. Like I, I, I kind of want to see. Th- I got a hot, I got a hot take on this. Okay, one. I'm over it. I'm over Big T and Steve. <laughs> I'm over. All right, him. I, I, I'm I need some him. reasoning for for a couple reasons. First of all, I don't know why everyone thinks T is like this this underdog story. She performs better than most of the girls every single week. She's on. She's either average or above average every single week. I don't know why it's like, oh, look at Big T go. It's not like she's she's always performing fairly well. So it's like, okay, she should be considered a fairly good competitor. Second of all, I'm so over CT and his whole like, oh, I, I'm so proud of Big T and like, I'm here to support her. I want to take her all the way because I know for a fact, if CT has a chance to ditch Big T, he's doing it. 
He's doing it's, it. it's hard to argue. I mean, if he could, I think he's doing it. And, it, and it's this thing. It's like, okay, great. He's such a big teddy bear and stuff. It's like, all right, can we? I get it. Like, get your skulls and win some challenges. I'm over this relationship. It's annoying, and just win something. Yeah, I, I will see. I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I mean, for his game, I think. Well, I think there's a, I think there's a reason he's gonna ditch her because I don't. I'm not as high. I don't have Big T as high on my uh, player rater on my power rankings in the the women in the house. I don't have her as high as you do. I still think she's towards the bottom. I'm not going to call her a layup. I'll tell you, I mean, I know it's not saying much. She's way better than Anissa, just off the top of my head. Way better than Anissa. And I think all the other girls are actually pretty strong. You know, when you look at them, I mean, Casey's strong. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Cam's strong. Amber Amber B seems to be pretty strong. Yeah. You know, Gabby seems to be. Amber so, like, when you good, factor yeah. that in, I, I got Gabby towards the bottom. Um yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if how what CT. Uh, well, we might know next week because there was a. It, it kind of leads yeah. us into that because they did. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah they're they one they're one and so here's a conspiracy that that they they that's happened. So essentially, Lolo and Nam go as well. Lolo can't swim apparently. She was backstroking the whole time. They get there and then she blames the fact that she lost her boot and it created drag, which again, this is just something that you could tell she's unraveling. She can't take any ownership. And it's, it's again, it's not a huge deal. She lost. It is what it is. You have to accept it. She, she's for some reason can't accept the fact that she's losing. <laughs> so after the challenge, Lolo breaks down because of it. And she essentially is, is saying that she wants to quit and she, she quits we'll get we'll hop to that she leaves because she has to train for the olympics and all these things and you essentially think that she's a quitter and that's the way it was is is put out but she tweeted yesterday lolo tweeted yesterday that she didn't actually quit she was having some mental health problems and she told the producers that so the producers made her leave the show but they told her that they wanted her to say that she was quitting and then she also said she didn't which could be another excuse, who knows? But she goes, there's also a lot of stuff that happens that you got that the viewers don't know about it. One, for a fact that CT and Big T missed the landing space. And so, and they still were allowed to swim the shorter distance and, and win the challenge. So they, she's essentially claiming that it was set up for CT and Big T to win, which well, hard to argue that one. That's interesting because it, it looks like it, it did look so going back to how the, the challenge was set up after you holding on to this rope, which is attached to the helicopter, you do have to let go at a certain time and that will put mm-hmm. you in the landing zone. It did look like big, big T held on a little too long and she missed the landing zone. Now we've mm-hmm. talked about it before where these rudes, the, these rules are uh, I, I said evolving. You said completely fluid, which I tend to agree. I think, I think you're more <laughs> right about that. Completely. We don't know what, were the consequences what, what are the consequences for missing the target zone because it did look like big t, big t missed it and sure enough she had an easier shorter swim to the platform so i i buy it i i think yeah. i don't you know I, i've heard some worse conspiracy conspiracy theories in my life and it reinforces our last conspiracy theory with the uh the voting of michi and and Amber M. Right. So you never know. They, they know it's, she, she essentially said this is a, a TV show, not a competition show or an entertainment what? show, which 
she probably has a point, but she also didn't win a daily and you can't win a challenge. And I was going to say my only counter to that, to that, to Lolo's conspiracy is you would think the producers would want her on the show. You know, that Lolo on the challenge is better for MTV. So that's kind of where I think things get a little, uh, you know, um, there's a gray area there, but mm-hmm. um, based on the angle that we got with Big T, and sure enough, we didn't see another angle. It definitely looked like she missed the uh, definitely looked like she missed the landing zone. So yeah, we we like yeah. our we like our challenge conspiracies. This is a pretty good one. Yeah. So Lolo quit, which is a bummer, and and then we we finish the we go into the party, and honestly, this was the first yeah. week that I saw a party that I'm like, all right, that looks kind of fun. We actually saw some laughing. We saw some fun. They were, we saw some flip cup. Beer pong, some flip cups, some shotgunning beers. Dar- Darrell, CT, and Devin were shotgunning beers. I'm like, I would love to shotgun a beer with them. Right I now. mean, again, we're just like, we're not fun. asking for a lot MTV. Like this like three second montage of like some fun in the igloo was uh was enough to like get us jacked up so like that it was the first time they looked happy right, the seriously all I, for real though maybe in the last two seasons i might even I mean, go as far as saying they were more miserable last season than they were this in that season. bunker there oh my god it, that was absolutely yeah, horrible um oh, and meanwhile imagine logo in that bunker uh, Oh no! This 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 was this was bad enough. <laughs> I don't even want to see what happens there. Um, meanwhile, because Big T and CT won, uh, now CT's kind of campaigning around the house, and uh, he he straight up wants the goof. He wants to take on Josh in the elimination. He's trying to get the numbers to uh, to make that happen, and you could really see, you know. The, the wheels turning inside where Leroy is now talking to Nani and they're trying to figure out how their big brother alliance is going to, is going to work out. And Nani's partners with Josh. So that's not really jiving too well right there. And, you know, meanwhile, you got, uh, you, you got, you know, the, the Devin and CT Alliance trying to, to figure out where they're going to get the numbers. So um, that was a really interesting uh you know, situation where the two sides of the house were really meeting head on and clashing. And it, and it resulted in a, in a pretty interesting deliberation where you got Devin and Josh now on the chopping block, the two, the two now arrivals in the season. Yeah. Yeah. CT essentially was the swing vote is essentially mm-hmm. Darrell and CT wanted Darrell to vote his way because they were OGs and in the deliberation, Devin essentially tells everyone like, hey, you want to vote Josh in because it's better to have me later on as the layup to take my school later. And I love how Devin is, is just trying to try and convince people that Josh is not a layup, which was kind of Humes because they're both layups. Right. They're both easy to win. And, De- or, and CT and Darrell, everyone doesn't have a school knows that they're the two they're going to be get out. And so essentially Darrell's a swing boat. He either votes with CT, who he's known for over 10 years, mm-hmm. or he votes with the Big Brother Alliance, who has all the power. And Darrell votes with the Big Brother Alliance, which sends Dev a little bummed out. But in Darrell's defense, CT always votes where the power is. 
if CT was in the same position as Darrell, it, it's CT really would interesting. There's, there's no way that that CT would have not. He always votes for the numbers every single time. It doesn't matter when he, where he is. Yeah, he. Uh, it, it, to your point, you know, CT, CT's political game is really uh, to kind of stay out of the politics from what I've seen in in, in mm-hmm. past seasons. Mm-hmm. So it is really interesting now to see him later on where he's trying to build these alliances. Um, you would think him and Darrell would be a natural alliance there, but. I get it, man. I Darrell, it, he's got more strength in numbers with uh, with Big Brother at this moment, and then it got into to uh, you know now now CT and Big T are looking at the results, and sure enough, uh, Devin is the house vote. Darrell voted mm-hmm. that way um, to to put Devin in, and you saw something really interesting with Cam and Leroy and what they decided to do with their votes um, when it came to oh, deliberation. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to take credit for this, but I mean, I saw it happen last night and essentially Leroy and Cam, they both, they both vote or it shows them voting for Lolo and Nam, which you look at it and you're like, why, first of all, Leroy has burned his every single vote he's had for the last like three seasons. He never votes. Mm-hmm. And I, and my, we were thinking, why would they do that? And it was, I read it online. Someone tweeted on it and I don't know who did, but it was, a genius um, move by Cam and Leroy because by them burning votes, it essentially showed that it, it, it showed CT when he looked at who voted for Devin and, and Gabby, it didn't show Leroy and Cam. Right. And so in CT's mind, he thinks that they voted for them or voted, voted for his, his way. Absolutely. That they voted and for Josh. Then they'll, yep. they'll be able, they'll be able to tell big brother. We didn't vote. We, we didn't vote for anyone. So it really was a pretty genius move because CT does no real reason to hell, you know, big brother that and, and what, whatnot. And so honestly, Cam and Leroy are playing a flawless game and it's, I, I you know, they could stay with their current partners. I do think, CT, if he wins, he's going to take Cam because T convinced Kyle that he he wants to stay with Big T and Kyle believes it. And I just know if CT is given that opportunity to pick any single person he wants, he might pick Cam. It would, uh, it'd be really interesting to see that come full circle where on episode one, CT goes to, or excuse me, Cam goes to CT wanting to partner up and CT doesn't even give a response and he ends up partnering with uh millionaire Mitchell who, who got sent home um, right away. So I, I could see that happening. Um, as we said, it turns out Devin's the house vote uh, and, and where really where we're left is Devin entering the crater um, Devin and Gabby still not really knowing if it's going to be a, a male or a female elimination. Everyone in the house mm. thinks it's going to be a female elimination. Everybody thinks CT is going to go down, go down there. But before we, uh, before we see the elimination, it's actually in the episode. And there was that huge cliffhanger at the end with a, uh, a security breach, uh, right? That security breach. Yeah. There's a security breach. We only saw this once before um, when Natalie had to go home and they brought with Lolo quitting and going home. That essentially leaves Nam and Corey both as rogue agents. And so mm-hmm. if, we, if we did have another female or we, if we have another male day, 
that eliminates one male and we'd still have one additional male rogue agent. And so we don't know. We do know that the, the elimination is going to be a similar one to the Ashley cam where they're, they're running and putting right. um, blocks on. We know what it's going to be. We know Devin and Gabby are down there, but it leaves us with a cliffhanger, a security breach. I'm curious to what you think, what you think it is. I, I, there's a couple rumors going around. People are saying some things. I'm curious what you think the, the breach is going to be. So I, you're right. So we did see what the elimination was going to be. It was what mm-hmm. Cam and Ashley did the second time. I believe it was Ashley. Um, mm-hmm. And so with that, because we've seen the, the, the women do that already, at that point, we can kind of put two and, to get two, and two together. And it does look like it's going to be a male elimination. So we fully expect CT to go down there and try to get his school and take Devin's school and send him home. As far as security breach, I'm kind of thinking it might be Amber M because she just went home. I'm also thinking possibly Teresa or Liv because they were eliminated early based on injury. Maybe they're now medically cleared and <laughs> definitely not Liv. Liv is Liv is has been in the UK for a month and a half. <laughs> Well, I, I well, I think they'd have to come that back. Obviously, back. they'd have to come back to. Oh, they bring her back and she re quarantines. I, I, I can confidently say it ain't gonna be lit. <laughs> Probably if not Teresa gonna happen. Amber M. It could it could very much be both. Of them. Well, Teresa was gone a while. Oh, excuse me. I was thinking of um, Nicole. I was thinking Nicole. Teresa. Oh, oh, oh but yeah. If they brought Nicole back. I would be so stoked. From uh, from because she left because of injury early on. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Teresa and Amber M. I guess those would make the most sense because they were the most recent uh, elimination. So I'm I'm curious. I don't know. What do you think? They could definitely bring Amber M. Back. I mean, I don't know what the point of bringing her back is. Just get <laughs> to give someone else a free school. Maybe. Um, I guess they could. They could. You know, Big T could essentially go against Amber M. In, in this elimination, if there's a security breach and who knows, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited to see what it is. As we said, the challenge rules just completely fluid, right? You never know what's going to happen. I do not like, you told me that it was going to be a wild ending and I was expecting something really interesting. And when they left with a cliffhanger, I was really disappointed because I don't want to have to wait another week to see who gets. Eliminated. Oh, I, I, I can't wait till next week. Wednesday night. I can't I want to Wednesday. Night. I can't wait to see what happens uh, next week. Um, I thought it was a while. Well, the, the Lolo, uh, when Lolo left, think that we, I think we kind of jumped the gun on the show. I think she left actually after deliberation. So the time from deliberation, she did. because she was so mm-hmm. upset that she wasn't going to be able to get voted in. And, and, and that was part of mm-hmm. her, um, where, where she got so upset that she realized that she has to win a daily challenge to go, could to go down there. So um, from, mm-hmm. from the, the last 20 minutes of the episode from deliberation to, to the cliffhanger, that, that was pretty uh, high octane challenge, uh, you know, challenge content right there. So maybe I did, maybe I, it's like when you say there's a great movie and you go, go watch the movie and the, the hype just overblows, you know, um, what it actually is. So that's my bad. I probably, I probably built it up too much for you last night. No, it's all good. It's all good. Well, that just means next week episode will be pure gold, which I'm excited for because all the episodes have been starting off so boring the right. last couple of weeks. So next week, I know that we're going to start off with a elimination and security breach. I'm all for it. Maybe I should get people to watch next week's with me 
because we know it's gonna be it's gonna be hot fire from the very first. We second. finally got the episode that the the uh, the episode that might actually keep somebody's attention the first time they're watching it. Absolutely. I'm actually going to be in, I'm going to go snowboarding next week. And so I'll be in a house with some people. And so we'll see, maybe it's, this might be the one. It's going to be my moment. Uh, hey, there you go. I love it. I love it. Let's expand the, expand the challenge fandom. And speaking of challenge real quick, you had showed on, on Reddit that someone had posted that uh, Dan Orlovsky on ESPN threw a little challenge shout out uh, with Josh and, and, uh, and Devin on, on the, ju- the jump this morning on ESPN, the jump insane such such a forced analogy but i loved it <laughs> it was it, made, it was it, it was so forced but it was great all right let's let's get right into a big winner big loser i want to hear yours go for it i think big loser um without knowing who goes home well okay obvious one is lolo looks horrible again i'm not gonna pick her just because it's too easy and we've been dogging on her the whole you know our, our entire podcast um big loser to me is anisa because mm. she pretty much just uh, booked a one-way ticket home. Um, she's not going to make the final. She has a skull right now. I don't see her ending, finishing with the skull. I see her getting sent home, not making the final, and not being partners with Fessy. She's just looked horrible um, as far as a competitor, and uh, I think Anissa's in trouble. Um, big winner. Uh, I, I think Big T, I, I, I love when Big T shines. Um, so that one is, uh, that one's, uh, she's a big winner. I also think kind of, and I didn't think about this until you were talking about this rivalry, the Devin, uh, Josh rivalry, whenever they do a rivals mm-hmm. three reboot and they're, and, and they're <laughs> rivals four, oh, rivals, rivals four. four, they've already done rivals. Whenever they do rivals four and sure. they're partnered together, that's also my big winner on the episode. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, I don't want to give Lolo anymore because we've we've given her enough. But you know who I won't stop giving the biggest loser <laughs> to, Mr. Josh. I am. I am gonna confidently say that Josh is the biggest loser. Yeah. yeah. Almost every episode for something completely different. It strikes out with Nani. He disqualifies his team in the daily and does he do anything else and he essentially is about to get voted in voted into the elimination and when he doesn't get voted into the elimination he cries what's he doing he 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 happy teared this episode he cried from happiness because he's never had such good friends i don't know outside of winning the final you don't see too many happy tears on the challenge. That was that, <laughs> no. that was pretty rare form for a challenger right there. I mean, it was unbelievable. So he's just the biggest loser all the time. And then the big winner. Oof, I, I, I'm going to try and throw in a different one here. I want to say, I want to always say Cam is a big winner because she's just too good. But I, I'm going to give Darrell the big winner here because he – Essentially, he's been great in the confessionals. He he's everyone, he every liner he has is so funny. And he essentially picked a side and he and he stuck with the Big Brother Alliance. And hopefully that's gonna pay off for him in the end because there's a chance that he might have picked the wrong side, but I think he picked he 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 aligned himself with the stronger alliance. I think it was the right move. 
Um, Amber B, she said she's going to try and get him his skull. So we'll see if she she sticks to that. So I'm going to give Darrell the big winner. He, he's been he's been kind of in the shadows, but he's, he's starting to come out a little bit in I, these last couple episodes. I like it. Darrell's like the Dos Equis guy. It's like, you know, I'm not in the confessional often. But when I do, you know, I, I deliver some gold in there. Um, I, I like that one. Um, let's see. Skulls. Let's see. Uh, Devin has one. Five for the guys. Devin, mm-hmm. Kyle, Leroy, Josh, and Fessy. Uh, four Fessy. for the women. Um, Amber B, Cam, Casey, and uh, and Anissa. Anissa. Um, same yeah. thing as the, the power rankings. We're not going to get into that. I mean, Cam, Kyle, Casey, Leroy, everybody else, right? everybody else i guess i honestly amber b and Darrell, yeah might be it just because amber b has a skull but other than that i mean this is this is cam kyle leroy and casey's game to lose they've been killing it they've been crushing it um my boy wrote roy lee and cam can't wait to visit them in houston i want them to know i'm coming to them getting a haircut <laughs> it's gonna happen love it there's no doubt in my mind love it um but yeah, I mean, we're gonna start off. I, I, I mean, there is some hints of of what who stays. Um, you know, we've seen CT in some of the later, some of the later episodes and in, in the previews. So we know CT is gonna be here for a couple more episodes. So that might factor into to what we see next episode. He could win the elimination. He could not go into elimination at all. So excited to see it. You know, we'll. Um, Let's do it. Let's, let's wrap yeah, it up. No, absolutely. Uh, huge cliffhanger, as we said. Can't wait for next week. We'll definitely be back again, the Challenge Chance podcast, to uh, to break it all down. Remember to follow us, uh, follow us on Clubhouse. We're there at Joel M, at Nothing But Netty. You can catch the Challenge, the Challenge podcast, usually live on Wednesday nights, sometimes on Thursday nights like today. But uh, we'll be back again next week to, to cap off another, another week of the Challenge and to recap another episode of MTV's The Challenge, Double Agents. For Joel, I'm Michael. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. We'll be right